From Halloween's Diner, we're the Halloweeniacs, a podcast series where Matt and Greg from the Nightmare 365 podcast and Tom Piccarella and I, Michael Piccarella, from the Jack Lantern Press podcast, mash together for various discussions about all things Halloween. This is our second episode, and you'll be able to find it and our upcoming episodes on either Jack Lantern Press podcast page or Nightmare 365's podcast page every 31st of every month that has a 31st. So tonight, we're here to talk about Halloween games. And this was something that Tom kind of wanted to bring up in our last Halloweeniacs episode because we were talking about something that Halloweeniacs should do every year or something, a place to go to that was really like something Halloween people would love to do. And Tom was just thinking, I want to play games. So, Tom, do you want to set this up for us? Like what you were thinking about when we were talking about Anoka last time and you were thinking... I just want to stay home and play games. Well, it wasn't that I just wanted to stay home and play games. It was just that when I we were talking about what would you do for that to get you into Halloween, and so um, the conversation was, would would we go to Anoka to get ourselves into Halloween since they celebrated from like all year round plus they get real hardcore with it in like august september and start going nuts with parades and everything so what i was thinking when we originally did that was was to get myself pumped up a lot of the times you know everybody watches movies and that sort of stuff but i like to play some of the video games to get me pumped up like some of the actual classics so that's why i wanted to bring up the whole thing with you know, video games, some of the old stuff, like when we were uh, younger and then some of the newer stuff even today, but then it needs to be like, you know, going into more information where we talk about just games in general, like bobbing for apples. Uh, Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Like maybe we could do like a first part here where we talk about old traditional Halloween games. And then maybe we could do it a, a second part where we're talking about, video games, virtual reality, and the things that you're doing these days, Tom. And let's introduce uh, Matt and Greg, who I'm told uh, by their agent, they could not list their last names in the show. So that's why they're just Matt and Greg. Matt and Greg, welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Yeah, I'm very upset about that. I, I feel left out. Internal. Yeah, like I was just wondering, like why why do you guys not want to include your last name in in the intro to the show? <laughs> well, I always thought that my name, Matt Doug, since it's on your book, Transylvania Traveler, that's the way I should always be, you know, introduced as. <laughs> it's kind of funny because I remember when we were getting that quote from you for the back of our book, it was a little bit of praise for the book we put on the back. And I even emailed and said, hey, does this look good? Because your name at the time, because I guess you change your name quite a bit, was Matt Doug. And you're like, yep, looks great. And Looks I was like, great. I'm Mad Doug. I'm Mad Doug. And there Matt you are Doug. on the Listen back to of your the book. Wife. Who listens to their wife? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. So, I mean, you got that from Facebook and that was, I did. It was I kind did. of funny. That was like before we even really started talking the way we do now. Yeah. I thought that your last name was Matt Doug. His whole, his whole last name is Matt Doug. That was it. Well, that's just, yeah, I think the last name Matt Dex was Matt 
Maddie D, Matt Doug. Maddie D, Matt Doug. Yeah. That, that's my pen name now. And Greg, you're just Greg, right? Yep. Yeah, that's it. Greg to the C to the fit. It would be it would be Greg Madug. Greg the Doug. Madug. Oh Matt Greg Madug. Got it. Got it. Well, what do you guys think about games? Like, did you like growing up, did you guys do like Halloween games, bobbing for apples or anything? Pumpkin carving contests, ghost story contests, like who had the scariest ghost stories? Did you guys do anything when you were kids? I don't I don't really remember anything. I don't know if Greg could remember anything off the top of his head besides going to certain parties and doing I forget what the game is actually called. It wasn't bobbing for apples, but you put the apple on a string and then Oh you, yeah, I and then that. it's to see who like can eat it the fastest. So I remember playing that game a bunch. Yeah, man, I was the best at that game. Wait, on a string? What did you just see? So like slice a line in the apple, you put the string on it, or you hang the apple or something? Yeah, so, so, there's, so there's this. Matt would suck that clean apple, clean dry, right off the string. <laughs> Hell yeah, I would. I would every year, and I got myself a free pumpkin from the pumpkin patch. No, but you really you played this game? Yeah, so like all four of us would be going. Like so there's rounds and there's say to like three to four <laughs> apples hanging from a string that's on, you know, people are holding this bar or, you know, I don't know what you want to call it, just really this bar with this this string and then the apples are attached to it, and then you have to eat it and see you could eat it. It's almost like a pie eating contest, but with apples. Interesting. Yeah, so, and, and I mean, I only played that a couple times. Your, you can't use your hands, though. Can't, no, can't use a, your hands. Nothing like that. So it's like bobbing for apples <clears throat> without you know getting soaking wet, and then you know you, it's like a race to the finish. So is I, it hard? I, like it seems like it's kind of hard to actually bite off without yeah. being able to use your hand. Yeah, it was, and uh, it was an interesting game. We never like kept it going, but I remember playing that at a couple of different Halloween parties that we went to. You should film yourself trying to do it now. Uh, I think you should do it. I yeah. think I think that should definitely be a video that you guys do for your YouTube channel. That would actually be a funny video. Um, it would be a funny video, I think, especially if Greg D's getting down. Yeah, I remember. Like- I remember just like decorating, like or drawing, like haunted houses when we were little. Yeah, but, um, but see, I was trying to think of like games, like when you said games, because I obviously on the. We would pin the tail on the cat, the black yeah, cat. That was a big thing. Yeah. I do remember that. But, you know, I remember playing like a, the Ouija board. Like, I yeah, guess, is that considered, uh, you know, a, that's a, a game? game. Like that, a game. That's actually, it's not. Uh, it's yeah. Has, how, how, what was it? Hasbro? Yeah. Parker yeah, Brothers. Matt, Matt doesn't, doesn't want the Ouija board in his house. Too bad it's in the studio, bro. Hey, there's, the a, studio. there's a link that I in just sent st- everybody. Studio. That has, st- I don't st- know studio. if these are like modern sort of <laughs> games that people play, but um, a couple of these. But besides that, I like do I, I don't remember, remember like whoa, whoa, I remember whoa. Bob and what? Tom's talking and you're just railing on his shit. Oh, I can't hear him. <laughs> really, bro? I was like, no. dude, what's he doing over there? Dang. Damn. No, I can't hear him. Sorry. Oh man. Oh, you're good. Sorry, Tom. Can't hear you. I was like, click on click on that link that I just sent you guys because pumpkin there's, bowling. Yeah, there's, yeah, actually, there's I, I like remember eyeball dig where you're like digging for for the the eyeball and the spaghetti with a 
with a blindfold. I remember doing that. Uh, I remember the spaghetti. Yeah. yeah, you put your hand in there like, feel the brains or guts or something. It would always be like some wicked witch with a bag or something. You reach in at spaghetti. Oh, shit. I don't necessarily know if that's what? a game per se, but mummy, yeah. the mummy sack race where they would they would you know roll your your feet up with a whole bunch of of like um, that ball. They have toilet paper there. I don't, they don't remember them doing toilet paper, but it was more of like the sack race. Um, I like that idea. Yeah, so Halloween that, twister. So that, that link that you just sent, the countryliving.com, I'll definitely share this because number two on the list, donuts on a string. Kids oh, can't use their there? hands to retrieve the donuts hanging from the string uh, in the classic Halloween party game that always makes for lots of laughs and funny photographs. I think that I would like be cool. that. Yeah, because instead of doing the actual, you know, Apple one, I think the... The donut is pretty pretty sweet to do. Yeah, I like that witch hat ring toss. That's yeah. pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I you think... see the uh, the spider race number ten. Number ten, where they got like straws on the spiders that you create, and then you you kind of roll those things down the string, and whoever's is better. Kind of like a slot cart racing deal, or the pumpkin patch stomp, where it looks like they got a whole bunch of orange balloons. And you're trying to stomp on them to pop them. Which pitch? Look at this. What are you? You're supposed to throw candy corn inside those little holes on the witch hat. Yeah, it's almost like uh, what was that? Um, cornhole. Yeah, cornhole. Matt, you said you got the cornhole thing, right? <laughs> yeah, I did. Because you're gonna try and do, so, like where I live. I think we brought this up last time, but where I live, a lot of people they will. They'll they'll go out in the driveway and they'll like put out you know you'll have like a bonfire and just like the trick or treaters will come up right there but they'll they'll have games out in the driveway like cornhole it'll be like Halloween themed you have like a jack o' lantern right Maddie Dude, who's getting the text messages do you gotta turn that notification off exactly damn I think that, I think that was actually me <laughs> way to go pal well you know first timer over here <laughs> but right maddie d you got a jack-o-lantern right yeah but it's like a big board you you do the cornhole thing so you're gonna set it up in your driveway yeah so it's, yeah. it's just like a cornhole game and then it yeah it just has like ghost pumpkins on it it's, it's kind of cool and and what i want to start doing is since we live in a cul-de-sac really start putting up like a whole like game area, but then a, like a movie screen with a projection and like play movies and then almost, you know, like have a bonfire out there and just, you know, make it like a chill spot to come to. Yeah. That, that sounds like it'd be awesome. Just like, and that's, what's cool about Halloween is it can be just like a big party like that on the street. That's what I like about where I live. You can do that, that kind of thing because, because everyone does it. So it's, it's a cool thing. But I want to ask you guys this. Have you actually, has anyone actually played bobbing for apples? And if not, have you even seen anyone actually play it? Not in a movie, but in real life. Yeah, I've played it a couple times. Really? Yeah, because yeah. I've never actually seen it. What? No, yeah, I've played it a couple yeah, times. you have, because we've done um, it before. I've never done it. Especially back in college, yeah. They used to, they um, used to do it at school. One of the, one of the girls would... 
<laughs> one of the girls, um, or they would hold like no uh, Halloween parties and they would have that. I don't know how sanitary that was, but yeah, we did it. You did it during COVID? No, not during COVID. Uh, okay, dang. You did it with your mask on during oh, COVID. Oh, yeah. Love my mask. <laughs> yes. What other games? What other games are we talking about? I have this book here. It's called Creating Your Vintage Halloween, The Folklore Traditions and Some Crafty Makes by Marion Paul. There's a section in here that uh, has some indoor games, uh, something called uh, nutshell boats. Each person adopted half a nutshell for a boat and put a tiny candle in it. Once all the candles were lit, the boats were floated in a tub of water and how they behaved indicated their owner's future life. This doesn't sound like a game I've ever seen played at Halloween time, but uh, it's in this book. On page 110. Yeah, that book is pretty sweet. That's the book that I, I told you about. And yeah, I have that this... in front of me, too. Did you did you ever... Uh, I don't know if anybody's familiar with this book as well. The Halloween Encyclopedia by Lisa Morton. <sighs> I want to get that book, but it, right now it's on Amazon for like $3 million because it's just like... Third-party third party. sellers. That just yeah. sucks, man. Yeah, this one is... It's not in-depth with games, but there is a a paragraph on games in here, you know, it it talks about fortune telling practices and then talks about different scavenger hunts. Like we talked about with Noka does. So that was pretty cool. They talk. I like the scavenger hunt thing. When we were kids, we used to do video scavenger hunts. Remember that Tom? Were you there? Yeah. Yeah. So I can't remember. Yeah, you were, you did it. So we had, we would have like, three or four teams each team had a video camera and there'd probably be like three or four people on a team and you had to go out and capture certain things on video so it would be like you know maybe buy a playboy magazine or something or maybe uh you know go into toys r us and ride a bike something like that you it would have like these crazy tasks that you had to do and that was pretty fun. I could see doing something like that. Yeah, that was that was pretty sweet as far as just we used to do, I guess, more so not that, but on mischief night, we would go around and like round up a lot of people's stuff and then dump it on a friend's lawn. <laughs> I do remember playing that a bunch. Oh, we have some stuff like Tom and I have some tales to tell about that. <clears throat> Let's hear it. Do you want to hear it? Yeah, we want to hear it. Yes. Well, this wasn't at Halloween time, but um, after Christmas, when everyone was getting rid of their Christmas trees, we used to, (laughs) I had my truck and my buddy had his truck and we, I think Tom, you were there with us, right? Yeah. Yeah. We would go around. Helping collect them. Yeah, we would basically collect everyone's trees on the side of the street because you'd put your tree we out were, on the street. We were doing a good Samaritan thing by yeah, collecting we were picking everybody's up, trees. Collecting everyone's trees, and then we dropped them off at Tom Noble's house, <laughs> all of them. And we probably had, I don't know, by along the end with, of the night, 30 trees oh, that were along oh. with all of our trash, too. <laughs> we had, yeah, we had, I think we had a TV, a TV, <laughs> furniture. Oh man! Yeah, do you guys, as far as like games and stuff like that, do you do did the like the West Coast do more of that on Mischief Night, or was that called something else? Mischief Night 
as every night. <laughs> yeah, that's true. As Our a kid, yeah, it is every- for sure. We didn't really do mischief night though here. At least, at least we didn't. I don't. I don't know that it's. I don't really know many people on the West Coast that do that. It seems like more of an East Coast thing. Yeah, actually, when we were talking about that before, we I have never even heard of mischief night until you guys brought it up. Never even yeah. knew about. Really, it. you never heard yeah. of mischief night? No. Lame. Damn. Yeah, that yeah. was that was a, that's an East Coast thing for sure. Yeah, that's what I figured. And I like the article that you sent while you guys were still talking. I was just, you know, going over some of this stuff. There's a lot of games on here. And I never even, I mean, I feel like most of these are recently made up. Yeah. But one of the ones is number 19. And again, I'll share this in the show notes. But the zombie eyeball toss, it's almost like, I would you say, like a beer beer pong kind of game. And then. Yeah, it looks pretty freaking sweet. That one, I never heard of the, which I never heard of this. This is probably like a new age thing that's just somebody made up. Number 11, the pumpkin patch stomp. It what? says you pretty much fill orange balloons with candy, loose change, and other treats. Trick-or-treaters can then go and just start jumping in the pumpkin patch. That would be kind of cool for the kids. I th- I'm, I'm sure I like that. that shit. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, there's a lot of neat things in here that Tom sent. <laughs> it is neat. There's a good one. I love it. There's definitely you find? some neat things in here. So it says hold a press conference as your guests have to answer the questions in their character that they're dressed as. Ooh, I like well, that. It's kind of like one of those so like, parties. You know, if you're dressed as like, I don't know, let's say Dracula, you have to answer the questions like as Dracula. I like pretty that. Sweet. That's I pretty like that. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's, there's some definitely guys... cool games out there. And I think everybody over the country and I don't know, maybe we could ask that question, you know, for this podcast specifically is what kind of games do people celebrate around the country or around the world? If they celebrate Halloween. Yeah. I like that. Did, yeah. did, did you guys ever, well, no, you guys didn't make haunted houses, but we used to have like a haunted house war when we were, uh, when we were younger, like our neighbors were, would compete with, with us, like whose haunted house could be better. Like who, how many more people would go to one or the other. And there was a movie about that. It was, um, uh, what was the name of that movie? It was, uh, an anthology horror film and they, there were two people like with dueling haunted houses on their street. And, uh, we used to do that. Do you remember that Tom with the coat? Yeah, it was Chris, Chris Cope. Yeah. And, and the clope. And it, it got, it got Relations. into the point where, where they, they stopped doing it and they just joined ours because there was no way they were going to keep up with that. Yeah. There's remember no we had, remember we had that motorized moving hand and yeah. and they there was one year where their haunted house was better than ours because they did it through the garage and dad 
was like, I'm not doing it through the garage, you know? And so they were like, dude, we, Hey, can you bring that moving hand? Oh, at this time it was a big deal because this is like in the eighties. So like, wow, moving hand, it was just a hand and it was Which motorized. The crazy part is, is that even though it was, it was a motorized hand, you couldn't even see it at night half the time. So it's all moving and everything and nobody even could see it. But remember we brought it over for their haunted house. Cause we we're like, dude, we were kind of pissed that dad didn't do the haunted house through the garage. And yeah. we brought it over and dad was pissed. He's like, what the hell are you bringing it over there for? Yeah, they weren't very happy with that. Not happy yeah, making but to, even, even just to get back, so, and, and I'll just bring it up because you haven't brought it up yet, Mike, but, you know, my dad used to do this haunted house in, in this room called room number nine, which was at our elementary school. And yeah. my dad created, like, this game that people, when they came in and they were waiting uh, waiting for the haunted house into our haunted house. Yeah, I'll let you, you talk about it because you're the one who brought it up earlier. Uh, yeah, so basically he got got an 8 by 4 sheet of plywood and painted this big Dracula on it. And where his heart would be, he actually put a felt heart. It was made out of felt. And then you had these Velcro little ping pong balls, and you would have to try and land the, the ball on the felt heart. So that was one of the games that he created that, you know, when you were waiting for the the haunted house, you could do, which was pretty cool. It was pretty awesome. I wish we had a picture of that painting because it was it was pretty awesome. Oh, and by the way, I just remembered the name of that movie. It's called Tales of Halloween. It came out in 2015. And one of the stories in that anthology is where two people are on the same block or battling their haunted houses. I do remember uh, that. Yeah, it was like a biker game, well, there's, right? There's a there's so. a TV show right now that they go they visit like all the different Halloween places and then they vote on who has the best one. I, I like it was that. On a couple of years ago. I don't know if they still do it now. Have you guys ever done a jack-o'-lantern contest? Like who has the best jack-o'-lantern or maybe even a costume contest? I suppose that's a game, right? I mean, I never personally did that. Every year I always, you know, paint them. Like one of my traditions for Halloween is paint a pumpkin. I paint a pumpkin on Halloween. Yeah, man. That's what I do. (laughs) (laughs) About a nine on the tension scale, Rob. Maybe maybe that was brother. There's nothing wrong with painting the pumpkin. I mean, that. No, my tradition is always do that. Like an eight bit Jason. On a pumpkin, they look the same every year. Every year, yeah. Who cares though? It's a I like tradition. That. I like that. It's tradition. Yeah. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. I love that. Bring game. that out. Eight bit Jason, man. This is what it's Matty D comes up with the winning hand here. <laughs> What's he say? It comes up with a winning idea. That's what it is, yeah. Yeah, the funny part is is that that game is actually something Mike all the time. So it's funny that you guys brought it up because we used to play that. It was right around like August. Did we own that game though? We did. did. I didn't I didn't know if we rented rented it. it. 
Yeah. We rented it, but then we we ended up we ended up getting it. Buying it. See, I didn't play video games that much, so I didn't really remember if we just rented it or we owned it. Did did we even say what the game was yet? No, and so the, I want to ask kids? Greg this question too, because I don't know if he remembers it the same way that I do. This is the game Friday the 13th yeah, from the Nintendo. original Nintendo. Yep. So the original NES, this is the game Friday the 13th, and it was the 8-bit Jason. So a lot of people that may see Jason that is like that teal purple color, it's from this video game. Yeah. And uh-huh. one of the things, this is what I remember as, and when like Tom brought up this topic, my first thought was like, all right, like Halloween games, but not so much like the ring toss or like bobbing for apples and stuff. Cause that's, you know, it's always been a Halloween tradition, but it's never like this, this game not only scared me, but reminded me of Halloween because, you know, Friday the 13th, Jason Voorhees was always on TV during Halloween. So we never had this game, but our cousins did. And when we went to our cousin's house, and this is what I want to like get Greg's take on, because I don't know how he remembers it, but this is how I remember it. I, I just always remember Kev it. had the game. What? Didn't Kev have the game as well? I don't remember if he did, but I remember like our cousins, we would go visit them. Yeah. And we would go down. Yeah. They were on like a split level. So we would go down pretty much to their like basement area. And we would go down this long hallway that was always dark. I never remember seeing it lit up, but we went down to this long hallway and they had like this playroom, you know, with, you know, ping pong in it. And then the video games. And I remember playing this video game and the music, man, the music just like scared the shit out of me. And I was always like, when you would hear it, like Greg would be playing it and I would walk out to go to the bathroom and then I would come back down this long, you know, long, dark hallway, which it was probably not really long but as a kid you hear the music and then when jason comes out it gets even like faster and it just i don't know it creeped me out and this always reminds me of halloween yeah see jason just comes out and the music gets faster yeah, he pops out he pops out that music gets crazy he comes out of the trees and he comes after you and you gotta escape him yeah i remember i remember playing that and then like you'd go inside the house or the cabin yeah and like you would go around the the like the the rooms and he would be standing in front of like the fireplace and you would have to try to kill him. Yeah. And this, this was such a, to me, this is like such a cool Halloween game because you get to pick from, yeah, what was it? Six different camp counselors. So you had George, Mark, Paul, Laura, Debbie, and Chrissy. And then you had to fight off these like monsters not only Jason, you had zombies that were walking around. Oh yeah, yeah. You had the bats, that. the bats walking <clears throat> around. Then you had wolves walking around. I've never seen it when I actually played it, but then you saw Jason Voorhees' mother. You saw a lot of different crows, and then Jason himself. So to me, it was always like this cool Halloween feel kind of game. Because when I was young enough, I was kind of terrified of Jason. And I never hey, really watched Jason, but I played, the, I played the video game. Hey, can you still get the game anywhere? I mean, pr- maybe not on Nintendo, but Tom. Oh, like- you, you can you can definitely hands down buy or get um, an emulator for that and just go download ROMs. Yeah, now, have you? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no. There's also like the Game Boy, like the handheld Game Boy. They re- actually resell that. 
Yeah. Oh, wow. And, and you could buy that. And they also make a case for now phones <laughs> where you could play like the old Game Boys and get different games on it. Yep. Now, have you, you guys also, seen... Oh, go ahead. You can, actually, you can actually go on Amazon and type like retro or, or Atari games or NES and they'll have like 11 or 12,000 of all the 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 games from all the old systems and then you it's just a it's just kind of like a, a little chip that they have loaded all of those games on and you just select which one you want to play and hit it it's like $200 but it has like i said like 11 12,000 games on it it's insane oh yeah it looks like uh, retro games Friday the 13th Nintendo NES they also had Nightmare on Elm Street, NES. Really? Did you play that? I don't remember that. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember my buddy that Chris one. Chris had that movie. I mean, uh, the video game. It's Nightmare on Elm Street. Dude, what about. So, have you guys seen the new Friday the 13th, the game? You, I believe you can get it on PlayStation, maybe other things. Yeah, you, Xbox. You could get it on. I know which game you're talking about, but before you, you get into that, you have to hands down bring out. The Haunted House game by Atari in oh, 1982. Yeah. Oh, Haunted sorry, House game from Atari? Yeah. yeah. Atari. We play it all the time. Yeah. We, Atari had a game called Haunted House, and you had to go into the graphics sucked, but you had to go oh, through yeah. this Haunted House Atari. and collect these items like a scepter, and I don't remember what other items, and then a ghost would come through old man graves. I don't know if that was actually the name. No, dad, dad made that dad made that name up. It was just a ghost that would come and get you. So basically a the spider was, or something. Yeah. You, you, you were carrying a light around and you, sometimes you had to turn the light off, but if you turn the light off, then you wouldn't see the creatures that were around you. So a lot of the times you would turn your light oh, on. Right. Well, if you turn the light on, and the ghost that my dad used to refer to as old man graves, he would come and see you and then he'd come and kill you. So you had to try to avoid him and keep finding keys to get off of the floor that you were on and eventually get up to the top floor and win the game um, to get out. So that, that was, it was a, it was a cool game that, uh, that was fun. And, and I think I remember something about how you had to get like three pieces of the urn and recover that oh yeah forward um but it was on the atari 2600 it was made in 1981 damn i don't Um, remember this at all plus we never really had atari for that long tom i just sent the uh the cover art in uh the chat that we have look at that cover that totally brings back memories oh yeah i was i was just looking at that yeah, if you guys if you guys click on that link, you'll see what the graphics look like. They're pretty horrible, but it was still a fun game. It had cool sounds and little music. But yeah, the Friday the 13th the game has really cool the the PS, the PlayStation or the Xbox, it has really cool graphics and um I I think Tom, didn't you have that game or you were no, playing I, it at one time? I didn't I didn't have it, but I was watching um, a lot of people play this game. So the, the whole object of this is that the thir- it's like a third survival horror game. Uh, so what it is, is one person plays uh, Jason, and then there's a whole bunch of other people that are supposed to try to get into this truck and they escape. But Jason has like these ultimate powers. So he can, he can sneak up on you. He has the ability to like jump 
closer to you, but you have to get, you know, sort of, um, uh, creative into get, uh, gathering everybody up and getting them into this car so that you could drive off. Um, it was made in like 2017. I think I'm looking it up here. 2017, uh, by, by black tower studios and Ilphonic. Um, it's on all of the platforms. Uh, but yeah, you could choose like a, game. you could choose a different Jason. So like you could do the Friday the 13th part two, where he has the, the burlap sack over his head. Like there's the different masks from the different movies. And I remember you could choose, I feel like I did like a demo of this or something and you could choose like which Jason you wanted, or you could be a victim if you wanted but it, it looked pretty cool. The graphics were pretty awesome. It had it, and they even had the original um, composer Han- Harry Manfredini did the music for the game itself, um, and it was pretty awesome. But still, I'm gonna I'm gonna switch gears here because back in that time, not not the Friday the Thirteenth, but back in like the '80s, '90s, early 2000s, some of the most pinnacle video games that were out were a game called seventh guest there was another game uh, yeah. um, seventh guest was like a, a sort of a it was an interactive like movie movie puzzle adventure it was made in 1993 and it was like a, a mystery house that you were you were trying to figure out like who who killed somebody um i played the heck out of this and then on the on the front uh, there was, you know, this haunted house or this, this old sort of house. I, it was a haunted house in my opinion, but you had to like solve all these clues and, and so on and so forth. And then just to move forward to another huge pinnacle game, uh, was in 2010, um, called amnesia, the dark descent. And this scared the crap out of people. Um, this was just a video game or virtual just a video game. No, it's just a video game. It's and, and people man. used to used to make their, you know, they just dark dark out their whole room, and they would play this game, and and it was like there was no real crazy jump scares. I mean, there was, but it was like the ambiance of it just made it real creep, creepy, kind of like Doom when you would play Doom and you were you were cruising through there, and and all of a sudden those stupid little monsters would pop out if you were playing with no lights on. It was always fun to to play that but there's a there's another game that came out uh in 1999 on january 31st uh called silent hill and that game also scared the crap out of people and silent hill actually was so scary that they ended up making it into a movie later on uh down the road came after the game yeah yeah it was Hmm. based it was based on on that on that game and they made like a ton of ton of different um games out of that there were, i think there was like four or five there might have even been more I, I haven't followed everything but they made they made a ton of games out of it um but yeah those are those are some of the more pinnacle games that i remember uh i think the the movie came out yeah in 2006 is when the silent hill movie came out and it was pretty creepy too i don't know if you guys have ever seen it i didn't see it what about the Doug? What about the Dougie boys? I've seen Silent Hill. Yeah. Did you like it, Matt? It was okay. I've never Greg? seen it. No, I've never seen it. Were you on a plane? Uh, I've seen snakes on a plane. Oh, okay. Hey, okay. Do you think like video games though 
are something people get into. I mean, I know Tom, you're really into it. And I know Friday the 13th, you know, game, cause we played it as a kid reminds me of like Halloween time, the fall, like being scared. But do people get into the mood, like the mood of Halloween and the Halloween spirit, like they do with movies, you think with video games? I, I know for me, I do. Yeah. I mean, I, I could, I could bring up a, an experience when when a long time ago i mean we're, we're probably talking 15 20 years maybe even longer than that but i i played world of warcraft like crazy and <laughs> on halloween a world of warcraft on uh, halloween with Thomas close Piccarella. close to halloween because what well i mean what they would do is is they would take the the actual the regular game and then around um halloween time they would call it hallows eve and they would like spooked the whole, all the main areas up. And then they created like these quests and stuff that you could do, uh, that were just Halloween related. That's kind of cool. I never heard about that. Yeah. This one year they actually made a boss encounter of the headless horseman. So you would team up with all these people and you would, I can dig that. I'll I'll dig. Yeah. And and it was, to me, it, it was pretty cool because, it got better and better on on you know closer to Halloween. They just start gate, giving away like other you know different treats and stuff. And do they still do get this? The headless Horseman Mount. Yeah, they do it all the time. I mean, I haven't played in a while, but this was kind of a big big sort of deal uh, at the time where everybody would just go and, and try to beat the headless Horseman, and he was easy to beat um, after a while, but. It was just the fun of queuing up, going in there, and they had like this whole cinematic of of him coming out, and he would like be yelling at you and and talking to you and stuff, and and you would go in and have to defeat him. It was fun, and and every now and then, randomly, he would drop his mount, um, and then somebody would get it. You know, it was like a once in a blue moon, somebody would get the mount, uh, and then you were able to use that in the game and it would, it would fly and all that other stuff. It's pretty cool. Well, Tom, there's, so basically if anyone knows about, uh, if they've listened to our show, they might know that you have a virtual reality arcade in Moscow, Idaho. Moscow? And, yes, sir. And, uh, it's actually Moscow. Moscow, Moscow Idaho. Idaho. And it, yep. it does have cows. <laughs> it does have cow at the end of it. But anyway, um, you were trying to do something for Halloween in the studio, in the arcade. And so what kind of things do you have for Halloween as far as virtual reality goes? And are you going to try and do something this coming Halloween with it? Halloween with pumpkins and mice. Halloween. It's so, so nice. nice. I heard somebody ran into the window. Dude, they got too scared. Is that yeah, true, Tom? There's a lot of people that get that get freaked out. And run and, into the uh, window? They didn't run yeah. into the window, but... There's a lot of people who, who try to run off. They get so freaked out that I got to stop them from ripping my headset off of the ceiling since they're tethered into some of the zombie experiences. We actually put a an Listen, man, I would give a safety up. brief and say, if you get too scared, just take off the goggles. Yeah, just take or them off. Or if you can't, raise your hand and you'll take them off for them. We'll take them <laughs> off for them. Definitely you know, take so off the zombie it. experience. And then there's, there's the, um, you know, we have, we have some of the like affected the manner I've talked about a million times, layers of fear, 
Dread Halls. There's one called The Haunted Graveyard, which is like cinematic sort of thing. But I, what I want to do is I want to make a haunted house that that's kind of like in our arena area where you physically walk, but you have the headset on and you're walking down hallways and and uh, and stuff is jumping out at you as a group. So you're in there with like, let's say, up to six people and you're walking down hallways. Everybody has flashlights and then they walk into like a big area and then all this stuff starts to happen. Um, one of the cool things that I have there is is uh, House of Fear, which is an escape room. And it's not hard, but what they what they allow you to do in it is drop and the enemy guy, and then he's like a, a dude with a chainsaw, um, and he just drops in there, and you have to try to kill him with whatever you have, you know, at your arsenal at that time. So whether it be like a hammer or an axe or something, you gotta like just go after him. Um, but I I remember all these little teeny boppers came in and they walked into this room and I just dropped that dude right in and they were all freaking out. It was just fun, fun doing that to him. I, I think that if there's something that could be created, I, I, I find it hard to believe that somebody has not created a Halloween or a haunted house experience that you physically walk through. They got all these shooter games and all this other stuff, but they don't have a haunted house. That's something I want to try to try to do. Yeah, that would definitely be cool because it's like you could come up with some crazy haunted houses, things that you couldn't walk through in like a, an actual practical haunted house. Like you could walk through, you know, dangerous terrain in virtual reality and make some pretty incredible haunted houses and no one has done it. That just blows me away. That's, but um, Matt, I'm gonna work on it. And I'm gonna do it in the yeah. store. Hell yeah, you can you can do it. I did it at Tom's Arcade, and it's freaking awesome. And the fact that no one has done it kind of blows me away that it doesn't exist. Well, there you go. There's the Halloweeniacs multi-million dollar idea. Well, there it is. That's, that's why I asked. Create. That's why I asked before. Like, is you know, video games in the realm? And because I don't play video games at all besides like pac-man that's in the studio but other than that like we I haven't played high score of pac-man hell yeah there are ghosts in that game there are but I gotta, we did I, learn a cool fact about the ghosts in the game what's that I do i actually that they're not all random the different the different ghosts they're not random yeah, didn't Tom yeah. send that thing? What was it last week? I sent it. So yeah, oh yeah, sent Matt Matt sent it on the uh, in the Halloween, Halloween in the group chat. Day. I was trying to help Tom out to let him know that hey, the red ghost he follows you, you know, and the other ghost. There's all different patterns that they do. Just because he doesn't have the high score in Pac-Man, and I want oh, to catch up. You just wait until I actually take some time. I'm gonna wreck your score. So, Dude, Tom, you're behind. Maddie on the tension scale, rope. <laughs> <laughs> Pinocchio. <laughs> but to, to go back Where to you what go? you're saying, though, Matt. Yeah. The, the thing <laughs> is, is I think as games are getting better and better. And virtual reality is getting better and better and more immersive and and people like you actually feel like you're there. I think it's going to become something that people are going to want to do the same way that people love going to haunted houses. No, and I, I think um, that'd be a great idea for sure. Well, I was going to ask Maddie D and Greggy D, you guys aren't into video games, but would you be up to 
you know, checking out a VR, if there was a virtual reality haunted house, would you? Oh, I would totally be into that. Yeah. And yeah, that would be awesome. I would really love to come out to uh, the virtue dome and check it out and play NBA jam Pac-Man with my boy, Tom, you know, and then do some of these like zombie things that he has and, and really, you know, check it out. Cause I don't, besides there's a bar that's by our house called the barcade and then yestercades yestercades there's also yestercades but it's it's not like what tom has with vr it's just like no. old school <laughs> retro games which is cool yeah, but there's nothing wrong with that yeah we i don't think we have anything like what tom has and no. i definitely think it would be kind of cool to go out there and check that out for ourselves maybe this year on our okay. halloween adventures I, I very think cool be awesome you guys came out that'd be awesome you guys would be able to see all this stuff it'd be cool if i could somehow make this this halloween experience where I, it's what i'm trying to work on right now I, I have limited time but i am trying to develop a haunted house it's the first thing i'm working on i'm i'm trying to once i get the foundation of it I, I'm going to get this to work it's kind of a goal right now I'm, i will make it happen hell so. yeah i'd like to hear that Sweet. So Tom's working on that. Matt's working on uh, getting some games in the cul-de-sac for next Halloween. Anything else that, you know, to kind of wrap things up here, anything, any kind of games that anyone's going to try and incorporate into this upcoming Halloween? Well, I definitely like the the list that Tom sent over because I, I think, you know, you can incorporate it and kind of make some twists to each game, like the the witch hat ring toss or, you know, same thing like the donuts on the string. I think that's freaking cool. And then every year that me and Greg have been getting together and doing like some type of Halloween episode or around Halloween, fireworks bringing donuts over. So I think, Oh yeah. Greg does. Is that Halloween tradition? Oh yeah. yeah, It's been like that for a couple of years. I like that. So you bring like, you bring them over in the evening. You bring donuts. Yeah, right before we do our podcast, I bring over, I think last year I brought over like 24 like, donuts. I like that a lot. They're a lot. all gone. Yeah. And I was, eating, cool. I was eating candy on the show. Matt did not like that. <laughs> I, I don't like anything that Greg does. Are you setting up this candy? What the fuck? About a nine on the tension scale, Rube. Yeah, Matt, <laughs> Matt gets about a nine out of ten. Sometimes a ten. Oh, the goddamn brownies. Yep. <laughs> and then he yells at me. <laughs> I'm very cool. Well, you by know, the way, think, there's, there's oh, one other thing I wanted okay. to bring up real quick. Go ahead. That go, I, go, that go ahead, Tom. Throw out. Go ahead, Randy. That is on one of the uh, one of the pod or podcasts that you guys did at Nightmare 365. I saw Greg use his October Dreams uh, book. Uh, I did. Stand see. That was not microphone. a game. That was not <laughs> a game. Definitely not a game. That was not fun at all. That's blasphemy right there. That's like. <laughs> That's like putting a mic on the scriptures. So as see, and you have to kind of explain this as a Halloweeniac, we should all own and read the book Halloween Dreams. October Dreams. <gasps> More blasphemy. <laughs> is, that the, is that the one uh, Mike bought, Matt, but not not, not me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. There we go. Maybe if Get you're good. That. Maybe if you're good, we'll see. Listen, we'll I'm, up, I'm up on the plane all day. I got nothing to read. Yeah, well, that, that book you should be reading. Welcome Definitely. to Costco. 
Definitely. And yeah. we're slicing prices in aisle five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think uh, we I think we need to get Greg that book. Maybe uh maybe since Mike bought it for me, I'll buy it for Greg. And I'll, I'll buy it for Tom. <laughs> I already own it. I'll just send Matt's copy. Oh god. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> are we, somebody getting on a plane here? Are we leaving? Yep. Are we getting kicked out of the diner? <laughs> We're getting kicked out of the diner. In the, event of, noise. in the event of a loss of oxygen, an oxygen mask will appear above your seat. Please put on your mask before assisting others. <laughs> well, you know, to kind of wrap things up here, if anyone listening has some cool game ideas or traditional games that they remember as a kid or things they want to try and do definitely send us a message give us a call we got a couple different uh, hotlines you can call uh hotlines yeah hotlines give us a call at 732-660-8893 as for Greg, do you remember Greg, do you remember the number nine three. <laughs> even when i say it he doesn't remember it I'll give up Matt's real phone number. Oh, God. There you go. <laughs> you can call the Jack Lantern Press hotline at 323-761-0276. Give us your impressions, suggestions, or impressions of the show. <laughs> I forgot the, our own spiel. Oh, man. <laughs> Dang, terrible. man. You should write you that down in a Google Docs. If you want to send one of us a pumpkin, send it to guide. I'll give out some address, too. You found I what, Tom? Looking at all my books, and I found my Goosebumps Monster Survival Guide. Oh, that's a I good one. Thing. Yeah, that is an Beautiful. excellent book. Excellent book. Uh, sounds like we are approaching the landing strip. Yeah, we're ladies and gentlemen, out. we're on our final descent here into Newark, New Jersey. Hopefully, you enjoyed this five-hour and thirty-five-minute flight from Los Angeles. <laughs> Wait, you forgot the most important thing, Greggy D. What's that? Please make sure and put your seat backs and tray tables in their full upright and locked positions. Oh, my God. Good stuff. All right. Anything else, guys, before we call it a night? No, I think that's it, man. Hold on. I'll hit you with one more Nintendo game. Here we go. Here we go. To, To wrap things up, to end this show, Greggy D, go. Jaws. All right. All right. Who remembers that game? I don't remember it, but I, I have a game on my that. phone that's Jaws. It's it's called Jaws Revenge, and it's actually yeah. pretty awesome. You can get on your it phone. Is. Hmm. I just remember like the Nintendo game where you, you, this little scuba diver jumped off the side of the boat, you know, when you would see Jaws in the water and you would go down there and like shoot the little harpoons at them. That sounds cool. Actually, that Maybe sounds they- familiar. I feel like we actually had that. But <laughs> <laughs> I bringing back memories though. Who oh, has boy. that thing? Thing. It's time to go. To- <laughs> I think that's enough. I think we one. need to pay our our check and get oh. out of here. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be landing in Moscow, North Dakota. <laughs> Somebody needs to. You can find Tom at the VR shop. <laughs> oh, God. You may be able to help solve a mystery. 
first of all, that guy is freaky as shit, dude. Yeah, Halloween episodes. <laughs> dude, dude, he's an unsolved mysteries voice. Open up the door, please. <laughs> dude, we're going to get kicked out of Halloween's diner at this point. Yeah, might as well just keep it going. <laughs> if, you door, anybody, if you or anybody has any information, please call our hotline at the Pumpkin Patch. You may be able to help solve a mystery. <laughs> And with that, the somebody needs come some over. training on Rotocaster. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely needs some training on the Rotocaster. Oh, God. Oh, boy. Yeah, but I say we take this away. Thank you for tuning in to another Halloweeniacs episode, which you're going to get every 31st of every month that has a 31st. And make sure to check out jackolanternpress.com and also nightmare365.com where you can hear all of our shows, our contact information, and just a great way to support us. It's all found on our website, so make sure to check that out. And until next time, I'm Mike Piccarella. And I'm Tom Piccarella. And we're the Piccarella boys. (laughs) And that's it, folks. Have a great night. We're taking you out with the burbs. (laughs) At all times, you are the top line in talk.